Convict. We're back. And it's Tuesday. And you know Come on, vibe with me. I see you whining and grinding. Up I see a lot of y'all whining and grinding in the car. Let's go. Indy, how you feeling? Don't tell me yet. Wait for it. I wanna fuck you. I wanna what? You already know I wanna fuck you. Hey. Yes, indeed. We are back. Welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am your host, B-Love, and I always have my very special host with me, India Marie. India Marie and B-Love, the husband and wife duo you didn't know you need, but you got us, and we are here to stay. This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, damn it, since Monday. Give it up one time for yourself out here. It feels so good. So be back. What's wrong with you? Your throat itching over there? What's going on? I had a little tickle in my throat. <laughs> you got a little COVID in your throat, sound like. No, don't even put. Saying. See, like, don't even be chill. trying to put that negative energy on me. I don't got no doggone COVID. I'm trying not to. I like how you say it, COVID. I don't say it like that. How do I say it? COVID. That's, That's not how you say it. It's COVID. It's not COVID. It is COVID. Nobody COVID. says COVID. 19. That's what this is Dr. No, Fauci was saying. That, that is you and nah. your accent from Mississippi. Nobody <laughs> says COVID. You know what? You haven't spoke about Mississippi in a while. And I felt like it was coming. And this is the episode. Oh, don't act. Don't question me how I'm saying something when I'm saying it correctly. <sighs> Because you want to say COVID. It's COVID. Okay. Anyway, Andy. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I bet everybody's saying it to themselves right now. At least, you know, one of the homies say pandemic. No, you know what I mean? So I know it's pandemic. But shout out to the homie. India. What? How was your week? Let us know, man. What did you do? Uh, I know what fine. you did. I did go shopping for Blake because he's growing like weeds. And everybody else, too. It's a thing about kids, man. Like... You buy them nice things. I always wonder. People used to say this thing. If you buy your kids, if you buy yourself Jordans, you got to buy your kid Jordans too. That's very true. That's why I bought him those, uh, those Air Max see, when I, don't I went think out. that's true now. I do think that's true. I think that because it's like, why am I walking around here looking this nice and then my kid is not looking this nice? So well, my kid can look nice. When I, went and, bought, I went and bought me some shoes, Blake got some Air Max. And they, that was see, his that's treat. reasonable though. Air Max is a reasonable price. Well, he shoot. don't care about the, the stuff. But like I said, if I <laughs> if I'm looking, Bear don't care what he wear. I mean, Blake don't care what he wear. But if I if I'm looking nice, I want my son to look to nice. Blake, and I would 100 percent agree. But at the same time, I'm not growing every two weeks. <laughs> I'm mean, staying. That- I'm staying a size nine, nine and a half. The rest of my life So I can go buy The same shoe As many times as I want And not worrying about Growing out of it So people say You buy your kid Jordans You better buy yourself You better buy your kid Some too Now I don't think I Subscribe to that Like I once did Now back in the day I was like Yeah you need to do that Now I'm like If you buy yourself Jordans It's okay to buy your son Some Converse It's okay He's gonna kick them shits In the dust So this is what I think Okay I think that <laughs> I need to know. I think that he should get one pair of nice yeah. shoes per size, right? So he just jumped okay. up to a size seven. So he's a size seven now. So I bought that one 
pair of nice sneakers. It was on the pricier side than what we normally buy. And then the rest of them we'll find like on super sale or whatever. So I think pretty much every size that he's been in, I've bought him a pair of vans. Yes, you have. That's but our the go-to vans shoe. Are like, yeah. yeah, the vans are like on the cheaper side for... If That's the go-to if shoe. You're just, if you're just talking about like name brand kid shoes, the vans are on the cheaper side of the shoe. Yes. So I always get him a pair of vans. You do. And then a lot of times the rest of his shoes... Well, honestly, when he was in size five and six, a lot of those shoes were hand-me-downs. Like people gave us most of those shoes that he Shut wore up. between then. Um, but then we also buy a lot of his shoes from... Nike Outlet. Nike Outlet. You know, uh, here recently, I bought him a pair of Air Max. He, so, Blake saw my shoes one day. He was like, those shoes are beautiful, Dad. <laughs> and who am I not to buy my son some goddamn beautiful shoes? Hence, these same shoes are my favorite shoes. So, I went to eBay to find a Nike Air Max Plus Tonal Orange, and we copped him a pair. They but, were only 20 bucks. Yeah, they were 20 bucks. So. Slightly on the used side, but they look good. Once I put a little cleaner on them, they look good to me. Yeah, so but like I said, for the most part, we try to keep his shoes around the $20 range. Yes, indeed, indeed, indeed. But per size, I feel like we buy him at least one nice pair, nicer pair of sneakers yes. that cost more than that. And a pair of boots, like when it's cold outside. Right. Those cost more too. Oh, I saw but, some five boots, man. I'm talking about, I saw some boots that were lovely that I'm going to tell you <laughs> fellas about next episode. But... Like for instance, last Christmas, yes, he got the the Jordans that came out. Right the, on, they, he did. When, when did they, they always come out around the same time. You know the what I'm breads, talking about? Yeah. yeah. Blake got the breads for Christmas, but he was also in that size for a while. They were a little bit too big, and so mm-hmm. he wore those all summer. Um, but that was the only pair and of Jordans. That's the only pair of Jordans that Blake got in 2020. And now those the, bridge look dead. I'm talking about them shits are beat down. But he wore them. He got his money. Yeah. He got his money worth out of them. So we we ain't just, you know, buying. Right. I just, you know, he just kind of hit me. Buying expensive shoes for kids. Because he does, you know, he is very hard on sneakers. Oh, yes, he is. And it kind of <laughs> hit me, you know, that we, after you bought that shoe yesterday, I was like, damn, I'm not buying Blake. Nah. I did try to buy him the, uh, the uh, what's the shoe? Damn, Travis Scott Air Max. I do want to buy him that one. Hey, bad boy, two thirty five on stock. Let's well, see. No, we're not paying that for no kids. No, shoe. I'm not. I can't do it. Two thirty. And then a lot of times, if I'm kiss out, my ass. and I like see a kid's shoe, if I'm out or if I'm online or whatever, if I see a kid's shoe that's marked down, um, I'll buy it, and he'll just grow into it. So like right now, he's wearing a pair of Nike Cortez. Yes, I bought yes. those Nike Cortez. Oh, yes, and they didn't indeed. have his size when I bought them. They only had like a seven and an eight. And so I bought them when he was in like a size five and they were only, they were like $19. Okay. So I just bought them, put them in a closet and this, now he can finally wear them. Right. So that's, that's how I was So you went shopping this shoes. weekend. That's what you did. And that's your therapy. I didn't go with you because I'm scared of COVID-19. I stayed at home. I don't go to the mall. Indy goes to the most crowded places right now too. No, I don't. You went to no, Opera Mills. Okay, the Opera Mills. That's Opera Mills is the place that I go for Blake stuff because it's cheaper out there. All right. So, Speak like on for it. instance, Speak on it. I just I went to Green Hills last week. Okay. And I went to the Gap. Like the stores that I, I you know, you be having a certain look for how you want your kids to dress. <laughs> and so 
Indy a lot like of Blake's the clothes like Saved by the Bell, like no, Zach Morris. A lot it's of cool Blake's though. clothes come from like we get a good bit from Target, but Target, uh, Baby Gap, uh, some stuff from Zara, and I hate the Han- Hannah Anderson clothes here, but I Shit. got some stuff only on sale from Hannah Anderson because they're real pricey. But I tried the one in Green Hills. The, the baby gap in Green Hills last yes. week. They did not have enough stuff on sale. Yes, yes, like, you did. I could only get like three pieces of clothes from there because they they were not marked down enough for me. So you know I went to Gap Outlet in Opry, y'all, because I got my coupons. Oh my god, here we I go. I have my Gap Cash. <laughs> I didn't know they were talking. We were doing the shopping podcast. I had my Gap Cash, and it was like forty dollars off if you spend a hundred. This could help somebody out who needs to buy their kids some clothes you, for fall. Because hey. it's fall and winter, so we got all these shorts now, and it's supposed to be chilly all week. You are right. I got four pair of shorts, three shirts. No, no, no. Four pair of pants, three long sleeve shirts, and a denim jacket. For how much? I'm going to just take off your belt that I bought. That was like $68 for all of this. So if you go to Gap.com right now and type in promo code She and Our Podcast, you get 40% off. I'm lying. Yeah. But we need that lying. to happen. So yeah, Gap, if you listen but to if you this. Like, if you shop at Gap <laughs> and you get like their emails, check your emails because they got a $40 off uh, Gap cash. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I just thought about something right now. So India is giving all this shopping advice. And first of all, I forgot to say, man, thank y'all for listening each and every week. If you didn't listen to last week's episode, go back and listen to it. Like, subscribe. Tell a friend and tell a friend to tune in. Apple Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure you listen to us and leave us a review. Next week, I'm doing something special about the reviews. We're doing a review giveaway. And we'll talk about that next week on the next week's episode. But India made me think about something out of all of that. India mentioned Zara. India mentioned what you say? The Gap. Target, and I'm a fan of all of those places as well. But when I go shopping for Blake, you know the first place I turn to? Ross. You're not a boss if you don't shop at Ross. Got it. Put me in the <laughs> game. I'm going right to Ross. And you know what's funny? Typically, if India goes to dress Blake, she look right over the Ross clothes and go straight to the clothes that she bought. Like, my clothes are not good enough. Like, They're not dude, as cute. You're not a boss. I'm going to get Donnie back on the podcast. We're going to the, uh, we're going to go to, uh, Thrifting. Thrifting. I Goodwill. Go to Goodwill. We but you know what? Donnie I don't even want to sound like I'm out here just being all bougie and high and mighty. You're not a boss if you don't shop but at Ross. I also go to Walmart because I like Blake. I yes. don't like Blake to wear. Yes. I don't like when kids wear jeans because I just feel like they're uncomfortable for how busy they are and how much they play. So I keep Blake in sweatpants around this time of year. And they have like the ones with the tapered pants and with the tapered an- ankle. Yeah. And um in a whole bunch of different colors. So I usually just go to Walmart and buy all of those types of pants from there. Cause they're just like I think they're like four dollars and fifty. So I start there and then what I branch out to the other stores for my shirts and my jackets and stuff like that. Listen, it's nothing like that four fifty come up at Walmart. Every time you go, they got something for you. And then if you um look on certain racks, they have a clearance item so we can get the four fifty for two dollars. And that's normally where we buy is PJs. <laughs> Indeed, because one but now hey, 
if you go to Walmart and you pay $4.50 for PJs, just know as soon as your ass put them in a washing machine, they're going to shrink. Man, they're going to shrink. They're going <laughs> to shrink. This shit's going to be five sizes too small. So you, you get you about might as well buy them too big and then yeah. wash and dry them. You get about two or three good wears on them, but hey, you, they, do, they serve the purpose well. Now, we didn't tell everything we did, but I got to hit the button. I got something to talk about. Let's do it. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. Yes, sir. So, this week, we did a lot this weekend, I think. I feel like we did a lot. And let me tell you, so I'm, I'm working from home, as probably a lot of you are too. Why is my battery about to die when I'm working from home? I have more success charging my phone when I'm at work than I have been at home. You probably just need a new phone. That phone is old. Your phone is just as old. Matter of fact, your phone is older than mine. No, it's not. You got yours first, and I was jealous, and I went and got mine. 100%. Well, I mean that makes sense because my phone is not currently working right now. So. Factory, I know it's wrong. but 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 the point is that they're both old. We both need upgrades. So yo, this is true. But anyway, let me get to it. So something I observed this weekend. Uh, one thing we went to kick with our friends, and we'll talk about that in a second. We went to visit some friends who we missed, and we're gonna get into that. But the first thing I want to talk about is something that I noticed a couple of nights ago, and I want to ask India the question. Do you think the way you sleep affects your sex life and what you sleep in? Let's get into it real fast. So the other night, I'm in that bed. I'm sleep good. But I felt a draft. I got a little cold. You know what I mean? Got a little chilly. So I wanted to cozy on over India. First of all, I don't <laughs> sleep that close to India because her body resonates heat. When you get radiate too close, heat. resonates, radiate. It's that's all the damn the same. That's not right. Well, let me look that up. No, that doesn't resonate with me at all. Hey, you got me. You know what? Listen, I don't know everything. And you got me right there. Now, back to your radiation of heat. This ain't no hateration, moderation. It's dancery either. Let's get that straight. Shout out to me every day, Blige. But, uh, man, so yeah, I don't really sleep too close to on a regular basis, except after we, you know, get some. Get some old love making earth shaking in, but I was like, Man, I'm cold. I mean, let me, I know I can get some heat from it. Get on India, man. I tried to grab <laughs> India when I tell you all, she cocooned her body in the sheets so fast, and then she made a sheet barrier between she and I. I'm like, What, 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 what what's going on? Is it, did I do something earlier that I didn't know about? I'm just cold. Mind you, my feet were icebergs. I'm so lazy at the time. It was about 3 o'clock. I didn't feel like getting out of the bed. So all of a sudden, I felt somebody (laughs) tucking in the cover like. (laughs) And then she pulled the sheet. I'm like, bro, I am cold. I'm getting next to you because I need some heat. And your body resonates. I don't recognize Radiates. Radiates. What are you doing? I did that one on purpose. I looked at you when I did it. Your body radiates heat. And I'm like, man, give me some of your body warmth. And you took yourself in bed like you were a damn baby. I don't think that. I don't know. I vaguely remember. But I I think that I may have thought that you were trying to take the covers from me. Because you do be snatching covers at night. And that pisses me off. 
Because I think that maybe that's what I thought you were trying to do. I thought you were trying to be a, a caterpillar turn into a butterfly and fly away from me or something. Because I've never seen anybody snatch cover so quickly <laughs> in their life. Like you, I'm like, and like I said, not only did you snatch it, you distance yourself away from me too. It was I like, didn't distance myself get away. with you. Get I, away. I, I, Yuck. No, I sleep boys. in the same spot every night. So I didn't distance myself. I, was, I never moved. Alright, well answer my question though. Do you think the way you sleep can determine your sex life? Yeah. If you're my mother-in-law at, just if, came downstairs and I'm talking about sex. If you're sleeping, if you're <laughs> <laughs> if you're sleeping at two completely opposite ends of the bed every night, then yeah, you it, it's uh, that's gonna affect sex because you're not having sex. Like you're not touching each other. You're not doing anything. Why do you expect to have sex when you're sleeping at two total opposite ends of the bed? Now, I would 100% agree with that. But also, do you agree that what you have on can determine the kind of sex you get? I don't know what you're trying to say by that, but (laughs) it would be cold in this house. And, like, do you expect... You expect me to sleep in lingerie because you be looking <laughs> ugly every night when you go to bed too. But I'm even so talking what exactly about you. Are you trying to say? I'm talking about in general. This is a general question. Do you think the way you come to bed also affects the way you get some head? <laughs> if you want sex bad said, no. enough, it don't matter what you wear. Right. Now. Nah, 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 I don't know because sometimes if you come to bed with some, if you come to bed with some hooping shorts on. And a parachute bunnet, you 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 do the bunnet all the time. But I'm like, man, I thought it was going to be a little more, you know, revealing than that. Can I see a cheek? What? You know what? I look like I want to see I some cheeks to, no. in the sheets. No, you being ridiculous. What? what? Do, you, what do you think that uh, TLC had problems getting sex back in the day and they was wearing baggy clothes? No, they were one of the only girl groups wearing baggy clothes. Listen, we talking about specifically at night when you come to bed now. Listen. All right, go ahead. I don't think it matters. If you want to have sex, it does not matter. You want some ass or you want to go to bed without sex. Like, it, it, you're right. I'm trying to figure out I got like, you. what you're trying to do. No, I'm not trying to do anything. This is a question. This is a conversation, right? Now, I agree with that, but um, I think it's easier access. You can come to bed. Listen to me. You can come to bed and let that monkey air out. Bear, I rarely, You don't need everything on. I rarely wear panties to bed, but you would never know because you sleep on the opposite end of the bed. Because you radiate heat. Exactly. So what are we talking about? Either way, this is your fault. It's no fault. This is a... (laughs) (laughs) We're talking, we're having a general conversation. Now, for, for us, for you and I, we do sleep on opposite ends of the bed. And normally, if I want some butt, I had to reach over there. Let me tell you what you do. You're the queen, like, tooting your butt up. Like, you you you're, you will never. Man, the only reason why I toot my butt up is because one day, back in the day, you said that that was a sign. It is a sign. You, well, you don't know how to read the sign anymore. You must have forgot. Your butt must have got smaller then. Did you do some old, it didn't. You do some joy shot that I am Ooh. now. That I was when you met me in you 2010. You don't toot it up aggressively enough then. Something no, like that. Something what you is sound missing. like is that you're making excuses. Nah, something must that's be what missing. You, that's what you are. You're from you're your making buttocks excess. tooting. What's missing from you, Baird? I don't, you t- I, I don't know. I said something must be missing. You, you let me know what's missing from me because obviously you got something on your chest. I, Get it out, I, Queen. No, you're the one who got something on your chest. 
because we're having a conversation about sleeping. What we, would you? We, what, what? What does? What does someone need to wear to bed to have sex? Nothing really. Just like that. Nothing really. I'm not going to bed <laughs> naked because our house is cold all the time. No, nah, I said. Does it affect your sex life? You don't have to come to bed in a certain type of attire or garb okay. to have sex. Let me, let me, let me get that. Does it reverse the question? Yeah. Does it affect your sex life? Um, no, because to your point, thank you for asking me that. I like that. To your point, if I want some butt, you know what I'm gonna say? Unveil yourself, and we're gonna get butt naked nasty. <sighs> That's what I do. I'm gonna just ask you to unveil yourself. I hope that everybody listening to this the panties and let's for me. get nasty. That's what I'm gonna say. But you have to do that. You have to be willing to do that as well. No, don't nobody want to hear that. Don't nobody. That don't turn nobody on. Let me ask you a question, no. then. Unveil yourself. <laughs> Hit you in here. Unveil yourself. All right. Well, check it out then. Um, let's say that in this situation. I wanted to have sex in the bed and you didn't want to. Do I still say unveil yourself? What do I do? Because you're my wife. At that point, what do I do? Is this a conversation or what? No, I'm just asking. Like this is like this hasn't happened between us. I haven't I've never asked or tried to have sex with you and you told me no. The only time you got close to doing it is the Tracy dog. <laughs> then I whipped it out and I stuck it in and let the fun begin. <laughs> That's what I do. So if you didn't get the Tracy dog um, last week when we talked about it, <sighs> fellas, what you do, you put one end in and you lay the other end on the clit and then the clit has a clit sucker and then the other one, other end vibrates. And then what you do, turn your lady around and you lick the rink off in <laughs> Turn her around and go to town. <laughs> I'm trying to give the fellas some advice. <laughs> Woo! You know what? I saw an article about that too, like butthole bleaching. You believe in that? Butthole bleaching? Why yeah. do I need to bleach my butthole? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. First of all, why do people do that though? It was like literally an article about how to groom your anus in order to get some sex. And they weren't even talking about no anal sex and nothing. It was just like, hey, you should groom the area. But is it coming from like a man? Because like I do. This was a woman. This was a woman's or I tell like you where it came from. Like, it came from Bustle. Do I have a hairy butthole? Like, girls don't have shit, hairy butthole. Pimp C said, shit, let me see that hairy asshole. No, Pimp C said that. Take it out. Being over, let me see it. Call me sweet <laughs> James John. I wouldn't be it. Come on now. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but. Well, I'm not interested in the butthole grooming. I'm just saying. But anyway, where do we go? How do we get Well, here? I mean, I guess so. Because you, oh. uh, I guess you do have hair back there. Well, because I'm just sitting there thinking about <laughs> when I go get a Brazilian. And they have they do wax my butt when I get a Brazilian. So, <laughs> Have they ever told you, like, your butt is discolor, it's, it's discolorized? No. Like, do you? So let, no. Let, all right, here we go. How, how do you know take that, the, then? Take the hair away, and that's it. How do you know that? How do I know what? When your butthole is a different is a different color from the rest of your body. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what color my butthole is. Like, are you interested in finding out? Oh uh, no, I mean I do. I do know, but oh, I don't how? Care. How? How do you know that? Because you had a baby? No, no, I looked at it once. How did you do that? I'm not flexible. I actually just looked at it the other day because my stomach was hurting. I was trying to see if I had a hemorrhoid. <laughs> All right. And I'm sorry if you're listening up to. <laughs> If you are listening and you've made it this far to podcast, 
I apologize to your ears. This is quite nasty. But I did it though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just looked last week. But nah, I, had, cool. I didn't have any interest in changing it. It wasn't like I looked and was like, hmm, that could be lighter. <laughs> like, yeah, like what makes you think like, like <laughs> I'm butthole. I'm a little darker. I need to go. I got, I, I'm telling you, man, a dark, a discolorized butthole has never stopped anybody from getting some badge. Never. <laughs> and if a if, if a darker booty hole stops a man from getting some butt, eh, uh, well, he ain't not. Anyway, it's another story for another day. No, I don't you know have I mean? any. I don't know. I don't want to bleach my butt. So I, I I just saw the article and it made me think about bleaching butts. But back to the way we sleep. The way we sleep determines the way we beat. And I do feel like, yeah, sleep, beat, skeet. Okay, well, those big underwear, I don't like when you wear those. Which ones? The, like your everyday underwear. My boxers? <laughs> yeah, I don't like You those. like boxer briefs. You love I like, them. I do, I do. Because the they look like parachutes. <laughs> So what you're trying to say is, if you ran out of a bunny, you can put my underwear on your head and you will oh, be good. Oh, absolutely. Nah, my drawers are not Except that big. Except I wouldn't use it because they're like cotton and cotton dries your hair out. Yeah. My underwear aren't that big though, but I, I, I do wear, I mix it up because you bought me boxer briefs. <laughs> so I wear boxer briefs and I wear um, boxer still. Yeah, I'll be buying some more for Christmas. <laughs> it's fine with me as long as you buy them. <laughs> Like you and my mom, the only people that buy me draws. I never buy myself underwear. I never buy myself underwear. Your mama underwear. buys the big ones. I tell her this. Well, you tell her this year to buy me some briefs. So I want to see <laughs> no, that thing for, hang. No, except for, what was that, last year or two years ago, she bought the all-white briefs. Yeah, they were cool, but they're all-white, so like, really. All-white briefs are strange. Yeah, let me tell underwear. you, man. You got to make sure your nuts and butts is clean when you wear those all-white briefs. Because, boy, they're going to stain up. And God forbid, Andy does laundry and thinks I'm a child like what's this it's not even gonna be like a skin mark it's just dirt from your nuts in your it's a nasty nasty thing to think about but i wanted to talk about that because i really do believe that when we get in the bed i think that uh a lot of the times because we're separated on different ends of the bed that we can't get it in like we need to but however i do feel like that let's say at 2 a.m in the morning if i get old stiff I should be, I should be able to roll over without you cocooning yourself <laughs> to get it in. This is what I think. I don't know for sure. This is not science. I didn't do a survey or take a poll, but I do think that if I roll over in the middle of the night and I get a little erection, I think I should be able to put it in your vagina for some protection. That's all I'm saying. That's all I, I want to do. And then... If your mouth is open and you're snoring, I feel like I can put my thing in your mouth and it won't be boring. That's what I'm saying. This is the way my mind I've operates. I've never met anybody more annoying in my life. This is the way my mind operates. So let me know if I'm wrong, if I'm right. Um, if you guys Don't be agree or disagree. To do that if you done just piss me off the night before. Don't be expecting to just slide up in there. But see, that's another thing, too, we got to talk about, like, when when can you have the makeup sex? Can you engage in you makeup sex? You actually have to make up to have to make go. the makeup sex. Who says that though? Can you have angry makeup sex? Like, oh, I'm still mad. Let me pound it out and then uh, go sleep. No, no, you ain't doing that to me. That sounds like rape. <laughs> Whoa. What do you mean talking about some? Let me just pound it out. Like you just you finna you finna have sex with me aggressively because you still mad? No. Indy, that was an awkward silence by me. That wasn't like an awkward that. silence. I'm trying to figure out what you're talking about. Not like pound, pound it out with permission. I'm not taking nobody's, you know, n- nothing. 
If it's if no is no, I ain't taking nothing. If you tell me no, I'm just gonna go in the bathroom and taste it, black it up. That's what you gotta do sometimes. Oh What's wrong with Anyways. that? Anyways, I'm trying to figure it out. But I had to talk about that. Then, so this weekend we spent time with uh, two of our favorite people who we love dearly, consider them family, and uh, went over there and hang out. And we talked about a lot of different stuff. And it made like when we left. That made me raise the question to myself that when or is it idea to get like relationship advice from single people? Oh, uh, I no, I don't. I don't think so. Unless that single person is like experienced and has been, I guess, had a similar relationship. Yeah. To the one that you're in. That made me you think know, like talking maybe, to the friend. Yeah, but as far as like single people that have like never been married, I don't think I'm taking relationship advice from them. So let me back up and say this too. The reason, one of the main reasons why we started She and Our Podcast were, uh, was, I'm sorry, to give like an open look on our relationship. And at the same time, Relate to people who may be going through the exact same thing we're going through, but not even know it. Like for us, it's funny that we sit back and we talk about all this stuff on air. And then um, when we talk to our friends, it's funny to see them going through the exact same scenario. It's like verbatim. We haven't talked about this or anything, but they are going through the exact same thing that we are. So that's why I said it was funny how much you can relate to somebody. And I don't think as a single person, it may be hard to connect with a person who is married or in a serious relationship. Well, I mean, they probably feel like they can connect. Yeah. And they might feel like they can give good advice too. Like, I think that like, if it's, if I'm just trying to talk to a friend. Okay. And I don't even do this often. If I'm just trying to talk to a friend that has, um, well, I guess about like a marriage issue, like we had a little spat about something, I just need to talk to somebody. Like the episode, um, we hit a rough patch. Yeah, I'm gonna talk to a friend that is married. Okay. Before I talk to a friend that is not married. Mm. Um, because I think a lot of times when you talk to friends that are not married. It's it's easier for them to say get out. Okay. Cause they don't. I mean, I don't. They don't have the investment. No, no. And it's it's something that you don't see until you're actually in it. That's a hell of a point, man. What was I just watching the other day that had something real similar about that? Like you can't tell somebody something until you get in that situation like you can't tell me how to move until you're in it you know what it's funny so i thought about this too taking advice from single friends different types of single friend advice givers it's always three different types i really put some thought into this you always have the love hater right the one that when you ask the single friend for some advice this friend can't stand love they can't even spell love so when you come and ask that single friend for some advice probably the first word out of his or her mouth was shit man i can't believe y'all made it this long anyway it was only a matter of time before the relationship failed man why like you just mentioned why don't you just leave her alone go on about your business man like it's all good you might not but you might have a friend like this called the agreer. 
A person that no matter what you say, they will agree with you about everything dealing with your relationship. I don't like those types of friends. Now, I can bring something in there. I can be like, man, men, um, just men, I can't bring it to you. I can bring something to Philip and say, man, me and India, we're going through something, bro. He'd be like, man, it's going to be all right. This isn't the third. man, no, nah, but listen, let me tell you what we're going through. I think I want to leave. He'd be like, yeah, I think you should leave her. Then I'd be like, but see, sometimes, man, I think we almost made it through and I don't want to leave her. Yeah, man, maybe you shouldn't leave her. Damn it, <laughs> I'm, I'm asking you. Like, I don't want you to just say it. Well, don't repeat it's not, me. It wouldn't be up to him to make that decision for you. It's like, I'm happy. That I think those type of friends stretch. are more so, I'm happy with whatever you're happy with. Make your decision and I'll back you on it. But sometimes I need the friend that's going to just put me, set me straight. I don't need the friend that's going to be like, whatever, whatever. Nope, 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 nope. Help me. Because damn it, I need it. So you always got the agreer. And then last but not least, we all have this single friend right here. The relationship expert the one that knows everything about a relationship but has not been in a relationship since 2002 but they can tell you everything about it they can tell you how to maneuver the ups and downs come to them and say man listen me and india are sleeping on the same are sleeping on opposite sides of the bed and i can't get sex like when we get in the bed because she's hot and i'm cold this person will come to you with a whole encyclopedia about well listen have you ever thought about getting a twin size bed so maybe maybe you guys can be a little closer and experience ultimate bliss more I'm like, you ain't even in no relationship what are you talking about <laughs> just you know just listen you don't know shit about shit but you want to tell me about a relationship the relationship expert they give advice unsolicited too they will come around you and your woman and they'll be like man you know why don't you hold a hand more man listen mind your business and why don't you get a woman more but that that's the that problem. wouldn't be bad as, that wouldn't be bad advice you can't never just go along with the script these are all scenarios that was a poor scenario if somebody suggested maybe I should hold hands more maybe you know <laughs> because holding hands is like a different type of intimacy you're the queen of deviation though that's not what I gave it's an example type of, but I'm saying okay we'll give a better example next time it's like deviation I mean I'm not trying to deviate from the script but <laughs> I'm talking. I'm just talking about in this specific situation. That last one was a poor example because if someone were to suggest to you, oh, maybe you should hold hands more, I would agree. So you like holding hands, and then you like somebody tickle the palm of your hand. You know what that means? No. Why would you tickle my hand? The palm. If like if you and no, I start just holding hold hands, my hand. and I no. tickle the palm, it means I'm getting freaky dicky. What? <laughs> oh, got freaky fingers. They want to see what that thing do. That is what that means. So do you, Okay, do well, we I'm not, not talking about that. Do we not hold hands enough for your liking? No, we don't. <laughs> we don't hold hands at all. Let me say, India is a walking contradiction, too. India said one day that she doesn't like affection, and she told me why. She I never it told to you that. You don't like people I touching me, right? I said that affection right? is hard for me, right. depending on who the person is. No, I do not like to be touched. Sometimes I can walk up to you in the kitchen and grab their tail and you'd be like, oh, get away. Because it's never a caress. It's just an ass slap. And you're doing it all the time. Sometimes you should mix it up. Maybe you should caress it one day and smack it the next. Okay, I like that. Now, what if I just come down and pull it down and start kissing on it, bringing it back full circle, kissing on your bleached booty hole? <laughs> How do you feel about <laughs> I can even get it out. How do you feel about that? That's fine, too, baby. Yeah. But I'm talking hole. about just regular Clorox. holding hands. 
intimacy that is not sex. You know what? I agree with that too. And I do think I find I find that intimacy that is not sex is good. You know what's so funny? You Another... don't know how to do intimacy that's not sex. What you talking? I just I grab your butt. No. <laughs> what part that of is that? It's not it. Jesus. What is butt grabbing? If you grabbing my butt, most likely you want to have sex too. Not necessarily. Yes. It's just sometimes grabbing your butt can be a sign of like, damn girl, I see that thing poke kind of like the girls in the US open. I see that thing maybe looking you good. Should, maybe you should look up different forms of intimacy and figure out what I would be most interested in and not just you. This is what I was just about to ask or say too. I saw another article this week, and it said OnlyFans has an intimate, a non-sex intimate, um, like portal, like all these creators that you can go find that's doing nothing but like non-sexual intimate stuff. God, I should have sent you that article. Um, I did read that this week. Like, they, how do you do that? Like, it's this intimate. Why do you think this intimacy is just sex? I do not. I'm saying. Okay, like, so what? Video. What are forms I'm, I'm just, of what are forms of intimacy that is not sex beard? Talking. Having a conversation. Okay. A conversation between um two people who desire and long to get to know each other better. Come on now. What else you got for me, girl? I'm an intimacy coach right now. Give me what you got. Okay. Holding hands. Looking in each other's eyes. Telling one secret. And which one do you do the most? Grab some butt. That is not my favorite. Do you want me to look into your eyes? Maybe, just maybe, asking you, Why don't you just how can I help spiritual you? Spiritual intimacy. We don't need to get there. We don't need to go there today. I'm just saying. like other We don't than need to go spiritual there today. Intimacy, listen, the eight different types of intimacy. Come on now. I'm missing one. Make one up. I believe in you. Grabbing well, butt Because I was trying to go... To, is physical intimacy. I knew that. Obviously, the one that you are obviously more familiar with. Aesthetic intimacy. Looks. How you look. Telling you you're sexy. Telling you I like the way your curl pattern is. Teresa's level of intimacy. Come you on have now. to begin to know the other's taste in music, movies, food, ah, etc. That's me right there. It's dating. I'm, I'm an aesthetic intimate. You and your partner are aesthetically compatible if your decisions in music, theater, and home furniture slash decor are tastes each of you can acknowledge, live with, and impart together. Now, hold on. Let's stop right there because I did just say, before we got on the mic, I said, hey, this podcast studio that we're working on, I said, I want, I'm going to paint the wall and I want you to decorate the wall with it, whatever you want to. Did I say that? Yeah. Did you not get turned on when I said that? No, I didn't. Oh, damn. thought I was intimate. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, recreational intimacy. Okay. It's easy. Like, we like the same stuff like sports and hiking and diving and... Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Intellectual in- intimacy. Okay. I like this, too. Sharing your thoughts and places you like to visit and things like that. We do that. Yeah, we intimate. Spiritual intimacy. Me and your mama are spiritual intimate. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about the Bible and spirituality. Do you? Your one conversation. Good job. That's all we need. Kudos to you. (laughs) Emotional intimacy. Mm, We might be lacking there. What does that one say? Can you read that out loud for the people in the back, please? 
Numerous couples never make it to this phase because it is an emotional intimacy where you must acknowledge the individual for whom he or she is without reservation, defects, etc. During this phase, you won't be afraid anymore to show the real you without fear of repercussions. You and your partner achieve this level of intimacy when in danger. The first one to think about the first one to think about is your partner. You're not ashamed to show your weak side to him or her. It's okay to cry in their arms. They will never judge. I think we made it there. No. Somewhat. No. We don't get 50%? Maybe 50%, but that's it. Which What, what part of this sentence don't we acknowledge about Man, each other? Man, you ain't never cried. Like, you cried in front of me, like, maybe twice. Baby, I will cry. You do not like showing your weak side. You have a whole wall up when it comes to that kind of stuff. No, I don't. Yes, you do. <laughs> Every time I work out and I try to lift weights and the weight is too heavy and I know it, the first thing I say is, shit, don't be the hero. That's physical. Oh, my bad. <laughs> go ahead. Get done you with the go, list. What, what, what's the man's name? JP. Yeah, you need to call JP again. Come on, cuz. Go ahead and get done. Sexual intimacy. Hmm. That tongue. So that's not even. It's, it's not even the same uh, as physical yeah, intimacy. Yeah, that's what I was about to go. So what's physical intimacy then? It happens through data you obtain through perception, the way the individual considers, talks, looks, and communicates with people around them. For the most part, on the off chance that you are attracted some to somebody of the opposite sex, you share physical intimacy. You will discover. The greater part of your friends by means of physical intimacy, understanding that there is something about this human being you like and you might want to get closer to them. So it's like looks. It's like, I guess. Physical attraction. Yeah. Okay. I mean, not, well. Basically. Yeah. kind of what you outline. But without the sex. Right. Just the the look of the person. Because what it says about physical intimacy, it, I mean, sexual intimacy, the awaited phase by many of you, how many of you have trespassed the previous phases and just jumped to this one. Everyone's seeking a sexual relationship and nothing else. It's fine to have a fling or something, but please be honest and don't tell him or her that it's a serious relationship. Be straightforward. You and your partner achieve sexual in intimacy if you're open to being exposed around one another with the lights on. You know a few of your partner's dreams well, she like meat on soft. as they relate to <laughs> sex. You're not scared to be you, you're not scared of being assaulted or ambushed by your partner. I forgot what I was going to say because I raised my hand earlier when you were talking. So continue on. That was it for sexual intimacy. And the last one is unconditional intimacy. Mm. I don't know what that one is. Um, Me either. Never heard of it. Honestly speaking, Break this it down. one is the hardest to attain. A very few couples reach this le level. This is the ultimate goal every couple is seeking. Loving someone unconditionally means that no matter what he or she does and no matter what happens, you will always love him or her without reservations and without okay. waiting for anything in return. You do it because you want to do it and not because you're expecting her to do the same. Mm. You reach unconditional intimacy if you can forgive your partner in the following situations. One, denied you of all that you have or demolished all that you have. Two, tainted, Lord, tainted you with AIDS or some other endless terminal or lethal disease. I'll never get to unconditional intimacy. <laughs> never. That one sentence turned me off. Never. <laughs> I'm going to tell you straight up right now. I ain't, I, I can tolerate a lot of stuff. 
but I'm going to keep it a buck with you. If you bring me back her piece, ain't no unconditional intimacy. We're out. I don't love you no more. Mm-mm, ain't no love. Love doesn't live here anymore. You got to go. Do you agree with that? Do you agree with unconditional intimacy? <laughs> oh, come on now. I would like to. But now, I know what you would like to do. Do you agree with unconditional intimacy? No, what intimacy? I'm saying is that I would like to get to a point in my life where I'm okay with it. You would leave me right now if I brought you back um, COVID-19. No, I if wouldn't. If I kissed the girl in the mouth and brought you back COVID-19, would you love me for that? Would I love you for that? Would you still love me after that? I think that you're supposed to love everybody unconditionally. It's not what I and I think that you we know. all have to get to a point where we're able to do that. That and that's why they said that most people never, never get there. Yeah. Get there. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I yeah. I think the only place only I people, bet that's your grandma going to heaven because she loves everybody unconditionally. I was about to say the only people that probably have unconditional intimacy would be like mother for their child, father for their child. Or my grandmother, you know. That's it. That's it. That's all. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's loving people without judgment. Honestly, when it <laughs> love without a li- Mary J. Blige might have unconditional intimacy. Love without a limit. Like I said, I would like to get to a place where I'm able to do that. And in this space, no, I'm not there. Yeah, me either. I don't think uh, I'm going to pray hard about this. I don't. I don't foresee myself getting there anytime soon. Um, just because of the latter, because of that last sentence, I'm being, I'm being a realist right now. Do you brought me back, Herp? You gotta hit the dirt. I ain't sticking around. I am not. St- it's a lot of stuff. I, I would consider just as long as you, you know, you're aware that if you were to bring me back, that then you would automatically expect me to leave you. Yeah, and that's perfectly fine. I would expect that. But at the same time, if you don't be trying to get me to stay either, I wouldn't. (laughs) Listen, that's one of those things. Like you know, they say you did the crime, you got to do the time. Yeah, it's one of those things. You got to take that L. If you bought, if you brought your married woman who has a baby back, some herpes, a gift that keeps on giving. But that's why I must like if you bring me back a side baby. (laughs) Uh, I'm out. I might be able to look over there. You know what I mean? If we're on a break and you bring back a side baby. If we're on a break? We ain't on no break. If we separate and it's like, you know, we're not divorced. We ain't on no separation. We are, we are legally separated. If we separate, we getting a divorce. You can't just say that. because that's what... Okay, well, if we were ever to get a separation, <laughs> it would have to be terms in the contract that says that you cannot bring back a side baby. Because if you bring back a side baby, what? it's a wrap. No, no, no! You can't say that. Yes, I can. That's the terms of the separation. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, you can. You can. I guess you I can, can make your own I terms. Want to. Right? You, you can love a baby unconditional. I can love a baby unconditional. They don't mean I gotta love you. You don't have unconditional intimacy for your boy. <laughs> I'm a certified lover boy like Drake, and you don't even got unconditional intimacy for me. I am no. hurt, shocked, and appalled. And that I was a good just, conversation. I would just, you know, like you gotta, you gotta sibling. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing wrong with that either. The sibling can come play, but you can't. <laughs> Pick up, drop off, nigga. Goodbye. No, you got to better pay. Lean cuz at the driveway. We going to let him walk up and be and outside. And I love you. Just not as my husband anymore. Understandable. You know what? That's unconditional love. We can be friends. We can work past you, you this, know. but I don't want you to be my husband no I more. I asked you this one time before I said, we ever got a divorce, right? Can we still be friends? You looked me dead in my eyes and said, 
nigga, no. Nah. Depends on the terms of the divorce. You said, nigga, okay. Nah. So if that conversation was, I think it depends. Like now, we would need to be friends because we have a son. I mean, granted, it's a lot of people that that are not okay, friends, right. but I would like to have a nice relationship simply because we have a son. We could have a working relationship, like a partner. Like, but if we didn't have work. no kids, what do we need to be friends for? Oh yeah, for sure. We didn't have kids. I'm out the dope though. No. I ain't looking back. I'm just diddy bopping on you. And that's why you got to think, you, people need to start thinking before they have kids with folks. Man, listen. You start having you, kids with people, you tied to them at least for the next 18 years. Before you start going there with a person, you need to make sure. I never understood that either. Like, make sure that you, if you have, if you're having unprotected sex, sex, I'm sorry, make sure that you can see yourself having a baby with that person and everything being good. I look back on my lifetime <laughs> and it's all, it's, it, I just, no, could not have had a baby with a few of those people. So no, thank God. God, you bless when you send praises up, blessings come down. Amen. Amen. All right, India. Are you Jesus? Are you ready? Yes. Now unqualified advice from B Love and B Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. This week in B Love's relationship, I want to talk about something that we kind of touched on in the beginning of this conversation. I think that there should be something called a sex progress report. <sighs> Hear me out. You got all the sex advice and ain't fell through with none of it. We supposed to be I doing just, a sex schedule a couple weeks ago. We never did that either. We did not. We will put that up and I'll put that up on the, um, Instagram for y'all to see too since you want to put it out there. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm going to put our sex schedule up. And then, so y'all be like, on Wednesday nights, we know be love and India Marie getting it in right now. Hey. Goodbye. What it is. Now, listen, this sex progress report, India, you just got off the phone with Ophelia probably about, about two, three hours ago. Right. And Ophelia said, girl, you have been with B-Love throughout your entire 20s. And you shook your head kind of like you're shaking it now. <laughs> Throughout that time, you have never let me know if I'm spanking that thing the right way. You have never let me it's know. A half. Well, I mean, you say it in the moment, but that makes me <laughs> that makes me think to myself, like, hmm, as you got older, like, let me get done. When you were 18, when you were 20 through 25, you may have liked doing stuff a certain way. 25 through 27, things may have changed. 27 through 30, now of the, now where you are right now, you may like things a little bit differently. And that's what I mean by like, I think there should be a conversation between sex partners to go ahead and clarify if they need a little bit more, a little bit less. They like it like this, like it like that. What I but don't. I do think... <laughs> I do think the conversation should be an open conversation and a conversation not to hurt anybody's feelings, but if you either, if you got the kind of bad news or shit, but a conversation to help advance the um, relationship on where you guys are right now. So a sex progress report. 
every nine weeks in school. K through 12. You got a nine-week progress report. You got an S if it was satisfactory, an I for incomplete, and it was an X. Well, you need some I more ain't work. I had an X. I ain't either. I, I had a, like a conduct. What was it? You got a C for conduct, right? What'd you get for conduct? No. You probably had an X for conduct. E. E. That's what it was. An E. What did E stand for? Excellent. Nah, we just got an S for satisfactory. I don't think we got E's. We got E, S, and U. Unsatisfactory. You're right. There it is. E, S, <laughs> and U. So, yeah. The nine-week progress report, I think, needs to have the same type of value as a sex progress report like india right now 10 years in 10 more 10 plus years at this point um you're coming up on a grand old ripe age of 30 years old we've been having sex since you were 20 we started off having sex in the bathroom on the sink 19 19 on the bathroom like in an apartment full of people at a party on the sink so now uh, sporadically what <laughs> what do you feel about a sex progress report that's okay. Do you I mean, think it's a good idea? But do you, yeah, but do you understand I mean, I what I'm saying? I would only do it if you're actually going to listen to me. Like, if you don't stop saying unveil yourself before I have sex, <laughs> I'm going to divorce you. <laughs> like, unveil yourself. <laughs> you got to say it. You got to say it kind of cool. So you just can't go in there and say, excuse me, Andy, unveil yourself. Nah, you got to get. It's, there's nothing cool about the phrase. You got to get the, uh, what's my man name with the state form voice? Not state form. Nationwide. I don't like it. Unveil yourself. I don't like it. All right, we're cool. I won't say unveil yourself again. <laughs> but yeah, I do think conversations need to be had like that. Like every if, nine weeks? That's Not excessive. every nine weeks. We haven't had one in 11, 12 years. Not every nine weeks, I'm saying. like Every six months. There you every, go. Yeah, every six months is good. Six Just to break in. A six check-in. So break in. So excuse me. Um, What do you think? What do you want more of? What do you think I need to do less of? And... How do you think we can improve? Simple questions like that could go a long way. Shit, when you're at work, you do you do self-evaluations all the time. So I think when you're in the bedroom, you should go ahead and do a self-evaluation too. If you want to watch pornographic videos with your mate, let them know. If you want your mate to stop saying unveil yourself, let them know. If you want to eat cookies in the bed while they give you head, let them know. Whatever the case is, let them know. You know what I mean? <laughs> let me know like Aaliyah. All right? So there it is. Use that to your advantage. A sex progress report, as India would call it, a sex check-in. India. Are you ready? Yes. Let's get into it. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? Ho. W-W-I-D. What would India do? Kick it. My girlfriend thinks I'm cheating due to some underwear she found, but I'm not. Hmm. The story goes like this. A couple years ago, I bought my girlfriend a set from Victoria's Secret because I thought <laughs> it looked great. It really was, by the way. I bought her a bra and two sets of panties, although we only used one. We have a secret bag that we keep hidden full of other fun stuff that we use sometimes. So I just put the unused pair in the bag and forgot about, about it. Today, my girlfriend was clearing out the closet and found that bag and does not recognize the unused panty and is convinced it belongs to another woman. Mm. 
I have tried explaining that it 100% is something I bought for her a while back, but she won't be moved. I even brought up the crazy eyes that it's the same color, size, and retailer as the <laughs> bra so that it would match. I also remember right away what it was and confronted her issue confidently. I don't think I sounded ingenuine at all. I looked for the email receipt. It's gone. I looked for the charge on credit card in bank statements the bank of america account i used is closed in my mind this is ridiculous and i'm incredibly frustrated because i have been nothing but 100 devoted and loyal help me out what can i do to put her at ease now what is my course of action is it even my responsibility to do anything at all that's a good one Ooh, i mean that was a thank I don't, you i honestly don't know what else you could do at this point because if you've never done anything that would make her question your loyalty in the past, loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. I don't, I don't know why she she's tripping. But if you have been dishonest in the past, then it could just be flashbacks coming up for her, um, or it could be some stuff she hasn't healed from from a previous relationship. Like she could have gotten cheated on her in her previous relationship, and it could be bringing up flashbacks for, her and it's just hard for you to believe. However, there's nothing you can do to make her believe you. It's the toughest thing in the world. So when you know you are telling the truth and you're standing on what your truth is because it is without a shadow of a doubt the truth and you can't prove it to the woman you love, that right there is the toughest thing in the world. You know what? Stop explaining. At that, Bro, just stop. Let her believe what she's going to believe. This might not be the best advice, but if you know you didn't do anything, and if the tags were still I'm on the say, underwear, the thing is, I was like, I wonder if the tag is still on there. Yeah. Uh, but if the tag is not on there, then it's like, is it a, did she smell? Could have smelled the middle. I don't know, but the thing is, it's not like the panty smell like a like a new store because. They've been sitting in a bag forever along with the rest of their other sex surprises. But I mean, so there's no telling what those panties smell like. <laughs> listen, I, I, man, at this point, like I said, you've explained to your head is turning blue, and you are explaining until you're losing your voice. If she doesn't get it, you need to do one to two things. Say, all right, listen, either we're going to move past this and you're going to believe me, or we're not. And we're just going to have to break up because I'm not going to keep explaining the truth. And it sounds a bit unreasonable considering yeah. the like if the panties match the bra in the other panties, then I don't know what's the big issue here. Because like back in the day when I would buy sets from Victoria's Secret, a lot of times they did have several different styles of panties that match okay. the bra. So it might be like a thong. And like some cheekies or like, you know, it just, right. they make several different styles of underwear yeah. in the same print that match this one bra. So, so I, th I yeah. it sounds like he's telling the truth to me. <laughs> and it sounds like he's going to a, through a lot of work to prove that he's telling the truth. This man, they call it a bank. He called it a store. But the account is closed. So it's just like, I mean, it was a couple years ago. It was a couple years ago. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, bro, you're going through it. I commend him for going through all of the stuff that he's going through. Well, if the tag isn't on there, she probably it, she probably don't know if it was a couple years ago. It could be 
just a random pair of panties. But I think it would be strange. I, what I think is strange is the fact that she found the panties in the bag with the rest of their sex stuff. It would be different if she found the panties in the backseat of the car. Yeah. Well, maybe, just maybe, he was going to bring them out when they got ready to have sex. And he just forgot and, like, got buried. They may have a toy box full of toy shit. That's toys. what the bag is for. So what I'm saying. So maybe, just maybe, you know, the underwear were underneath everything. And she was cleaning it out. Mm, possibly. Cleaning the toys out. And saw like, mm, what, what, what's this? So at that yeah, point, I don't though, think that any smart man bingo, would put bingo. some panties that he used with another girl bingo. in the same bag as the other stuff that he Bro, uses find for you a new woman, man. You finna be, listen, I know you're having a well, ball. Well, don't suggest that just yet. Just, be, just talk to her one more time. He's trying. And then talk to her one more time. And then if she doesn't, you know, give in then, just just to be like, well, the ball is in your court. At this point, I can't do nothing else to make you think that I'm not cheating. There's, so what you want to do? You want to break up with me? Because, like, what? Put you know, it in her court. You know what I think this king needs to do? I think he needs to set boundaries. He has explained himself and his bounds are reached. <laughs> set boundaries, king. Like Indy would say. You're a piece of work. You I don't am. even know how to use word boundaries properly. You I don't just, know what a boundary is. First of all. You don't even know how to spell boundaries. I do know how to spell boundaries. <laughs> I can't spell. Obviously, I can't spell resonate, radiate, or COVID. So we pointed that out already. India, tell the people where they can find you. India.Marie on Instagram. Yes, they can. I was a go. That's it. What? I wasn't gonna go down the list of all the other things. Just like <laughs> India is a weirdo. Oh, like no, I do. I do have something else that I need to say. So, <laughs> Indie Boutique, Indie Boutique will be participating in an event this Friday. It's the East Nashville Night Market, and I'm a little bit nervous because. East Nashville Night Market is obviously not my normal demographic. So come through, holler at me. It's a it's free to the public. You just come in and there will be a you know a bunch of other vendors out there. And I think maybe a couple of food trucks. But it's on Friday from 5 to 9 p.m. It's a night market. So I'm gonna post the location and the details on my pages this week. So yeah, come through this Friday. There it is, and you can find me at BLOVE1911 on all social platforms. Be sure to follow and like and review. Five stars, nothing less than. She and I podcast on Instagram. She and I podcast at gmail.com. Leave us a message. Let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about. And we will be here each and every Tuesday for you. Also, I'm finally wrapping up the things with the b3 pod services and it will be announced soon this week and in the words of my guy blake monday podcast it's been real it's been fun she 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 i i i i i